it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. DNVR Broncos live coming to you from Studio A here at the DNVR bar where the A stands for agony. Mm. Yay. No, it's not a yay. Agony isn't a yay. It's a sad yay, which is actually a nay. Mm. I think people are... Contextual clues are... uh, Oh boy. Our struggle wow. here today. <laughs> it's just <laughs> word for word. <laughs> oh my gosh. We we were talking right before the show about what Deion Sanders told um literally word for word told <laughs> his the current CU it's crazy players. the way the mainstream media That's spins you. the words. Yeah, That's you. You're the you're the one you? doing Weren't it. Weren't you up at the press conference as a mega there media member yesterday? I was. There, there you go. go. There, there you go. But we were talking about how he said to the players. Um, Henry and I heard him word for word say, uh, uh, get out of here, get in the portal and get out of here. And it kind of ties into what we're going to tie. And Ryan thinks it was not what he said, but that's what he said. Things are changing. If you don't like it, get out. But no, that's not what he said. That's no, it's not what he said. (laughs) That's what coaches usually say. That's like what you say when it's like, oh yeah, new coach. He's going to try to like get rid of those guys. But he didn't. He just showed up and said, Get out of here. I need scholarships. <laughs> you guys just don't speak Prime like I do. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh but I actually think we can use Prime's words yes. the way Ooh. I think that Henry and I heard them, maybe Ryan as well, for this conversation today. Mm-hmm. Because probably a new head coach, maybe a new general manager, but regardless, they may come in to this building next year and look at the offense and say, get out of here. Well, and yeah, it's funny because I was talking, you know, I've been talking about CU for 72 hours uh, and I think a little bit longer than that well yes yeah, but yeah. consecutively <laughs> um, this, uh, save for the tailgate and the watch along yesterday um, but it's funny because my whole thing and you know the optimistic CU fans whole thing is yeah like you can't use anything about last year's roster to evaluate how they're going to be in the future because the whole oh, thing yeah. is going to change mm-hmm. and at this point you almost wish the Broncos had that yes. luxury to just tell everyone to leave yep. and get whoever else you want in. Yep. Uh, and they don't, which complicates this this whole mess um, greatly because the conversation we are having today is how many starters do the Broncos have to replace on offense to get this thing on the right track? Guys, <laughs> I rewatched the game this morning and I've determined it to be the dumbest game I've ever seen. It is. It really wow. is. Yep. Wow. Ten to nine. Um, I I do. Do either of you have the uh, stat about I know the one stat. in two hundred and six? Yes, it's the here. I got it. I okay. Got it. Uh, Nick Cosmiter tweeted this out, but it actually comes from Mike Sando, who said before <sighs> Sunday, NFL teams were zero and two hundred and six since nineteen ninety five when committing two turnovers, 
forcing no turnovers, and failing to exceed 10 points, according to Pro Football Reference. The Ravens made it 1-206 by beating the Broncos in this game in the entire history of the league, which dates back to 1920. Teams were 8, 325, and 1 in those games before uh, Baltimore added a ninth to the win column on Sunday. Well, the Broncos are, are, are joining history, right? Can we look at it in a positive way? Just like no. you're trying to view Dion's thing in a, in a positive way? It is a positive. Whether it, it goes positive. through my, my is, lens or your lens, it's a positive. It is a positive. Um, that is shocking. It is. They, That's it, not in Henry's life, right? Nope, not First one life. in Henry's life. Wow. Congratulations, Henry. You got to Thanks. watch history That yesterday. was my first. And <laughs> speaking of watching. You never forget your first. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you I'm, won't forget that I one. Bet, for sure. I don't know. You may. You may forget it. Yeah, that it, might be gone pretty quick. Yeah. Um, do you guys watch the sh- the program? Program. Program. Red, red program. Zone. Yeah. Program. Yes, I and do enjoy the, some NFL Red Zone. The premise of it is, if if I'm oh, understanding God. right, is when a team oh, yeah. gets in the red zone, uh, they they put them on TV because that's exciting. <laughs> that's where the action is. That's where a score is about to happen. Yeah, right? that's correct. The Denver Broncos would, if they stuck by those rules, would have not been on red zone once yesterday. The Denver Broncos did not <laughs> enter the red zone. And we, we know that they're a bad red zone team to start with, but they took it to a whole nother level and said, we can't be bad if we don't get there. Guys, the Broncos didn't get 20 yards within the end zone. It's not just that they didn't score a touchdown. They didn't even get mm-hmm. 20 yards within it. And here's another reason why this game is so dumb. Knowing what you now know, wouldn't you think that Russ was just awful and has had just a tr- tragic stat line? Yes. You would think. 17 of 22, 189 yards, meh, uh, zero touchdowns, zero interceptions, 102.3 rating. Incredibly efficient. Like, and when you go back and watch the game, it is remarkable, remarkable how much each drive follows the same script. I wrote down in my notes two that essentially give you exactly everything you need to know about how this game went for the Denver Broncos offense. Justin Simmons gets the interception. The Broncos get the ball on the 40-yard yep. line, 20 yards away from yep. that glorious red zone that you spoke of, Zach. Yep. First throw, run for na- – first throw is a check down. It's like kind of like maybe a throwback screen slash check down. Yep. Goes to Latavius Murray, negative one yards. Yep. Uh, right there, they're doing. Actually, zero yards. And everyone knows it. Yes. Second run, run for negative one. Yep. Third well, throw is a slant short of the sticks. And that right there is the Denver Broncos offense yesterday. And it's why Russell Wilson actually, in the end, looks like he has decent numbers. It's because they completed a ton of throws short of the sticks on third downs, which I know is everyone's least favorite thing. People hate Another that. one, they get the ball on their 47-yard line uh, after – can't remember how they got there. Oh, a long throw to Greg Dulcich. Yep, yep, yep. They get the ball to the 47-yard line. Momentum, great. Run for negative two. Uh. Uh, I believe incomplete pass uh, and then uh, throw short of the sticks again. Mm. And it's just like, how does this happen? Yeah. In the beginning of the game, it was the back-to-back shotgun runs on third and yep. four and yep. third and two yep. that <sighs> get stuffed. And it's just like mind boggling yep. how bad they are mm-hmm. at situational play calling, at taking advantage of opportunities, at building on their momentum Every good play that they do exists in a vacuum. Right. It never builds on itself. No. And it's why they can't put together drives. It's why they can't get into the red zone. 
and it's why they lost the game. Um, it of course, follows the perfect script of the defense mm-hmm. letting down late after yep. having like a just remarkable performance, uh, and then falling apart at the one time when they can win the game. They're yep. always great at every moment of the game until they have an opportunity to win. Shocking. <laughs> they, they just don't know how to win. And Ryan, I'm happy you brought up Russell Wilson's stat line and, and Russ himself. I mean, he was the ultimate game manager yesterday, but like not even in a good way. Um, but what the thing that scares me about that is, yes, 77% completion. You love to see it, but it does from the way the season's gone. It does cross my mind. Is that like peak Russell Wilson now? Oh, where God. it's like, you know, he can complete 77% of passes, but it's 489 yards and it's no big plays because he's not able to or just he's too shook right now to see the whole field. And that's what scares me is I'm like, okay, that certainly wasn't a good game from the quarterback, but it wasn't a miserable game. But is that kind of his peak, at least as of right now? I don't mind a game manager game from Russ just because – we don't really know if he has that in him. Like, the fact that he was able to go out there and just hit all the short stuff, it's not ideal. It's not going to win you games. But I look at that and say... It's like something to build on. At least at least we know he can do that. Worst case scenario, it looks like he can be a game manager. You do obviously need the big plays and throwing stuff downfield, and the fact that a lot of those throws were short of the six on third down. Honestly, I still look at it as a positive and say, hey, at least he's... Hitting short passes somewhere. Um, I don't think that's his peak. Like, we've seen when KJ's healthy, he can hit some deep balls, but eh, it is what it is. An efficient day. I mean, hitting, like, you know, a couple deep balls a season isn't, like, you know, unleashing something, though. No. KJ Hamler, by the way, his season is pretty much over. It's not official, but pretty much over. Seven catches in seven games. I mean, just talk about, and disappointing from, like, KJ's perspective as well. I feel so bad for him, but, I mean, just what a bummer of a year. So how would you have felt in training camp if I told you KJ Hamler has seven catches this season and Tim Patrick has zero? Oh, boy, yeah, wouldn't feel good. Yeah. Or, or, but then on the flip side, I would have said, okay, Jerry, Judy, and Corton Sutton are going to eat. And I think... Before the season, there was something over at DraftKings of Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton combined receiving yards oh, over under 1,999.5. Exactly, yeah. 2,000. Uh, I would have said, oh, my gosh, that is, that's the easiest bet to make. What are they on And then the fact for? that that isn't even close, like not even close. I think not they're close. right around 1,000 now. They're Unbelievable. 1,200. 1,202. 1,200, and Cortland could be done for the rest of the year. We'll yep. see. <laughs> This, yeah, it's just a disaster. Mm-hmm. It's an outright abject disaster. Yep. Uh, and so let's answer the question. How many starters need to be replaced to make this offense, what's the word, good? Good enough to make the playoffs? Is that was the way we framed mm-hmm. it? Yeah, so does that mean... Uh, Do we count the injuries? Well, well that- you can say... Tim Patrick, you keep him, so you right. don't have to replace him. So that doesn't him, count? Right? Yeah. Um, or, or he takes a starting spot, or someone that's injured takes a starting spot back or something like that. So that would be – is that a considered – I guess it consi- it's considered a replacement right. over the current okay. starter. Yeah. Is this – so it's yeah. like over the current lineup right now? Yeah, because sure. like you can count so – Like Lloyd Javante. was in for half the season. Yeah, let's you know. go with player – that doesn't count. So how many players do they actually have to add to the team? Right, okay. right. And let's say and subtract. to be a playoff yeah. team, what, are we talking 
average offense, or are we talking top 12? So I it's feel like, like the top third. Up to your imagination. We're it depends to, on the defense, you know? They've played I think an average games, offense right? does. I think an average offense gets in. They've played 12 games, right? Yep. We're up to 10 and 2 now if they had scored 18 points oh, in regulation. Boy. Oh, top 20 boy. probably gets in then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's Top it. 27 would have <laughs> them at 10 and 2. <laughs> okay, let's do, uh, uh, let's do average offense. All right. So what do they need Ooh. to do to go from where they are right now, which, by the way, it just keeps getting worse. Now they have dipped under the 14 points per game on the season. They have now dipped below 12 points per game with Clint Kubiak calling plays. So <laughs> it's not as easy as just, ah, take away play calling duties from Nathaniel Hackett and everything will be fine. No, in fact, it got worse. Yep. Clint looked awful yesterday. Good I on mean, the script again. Yep. Good enough to get what that to the was it. forty yard line, and it was like, oh, good drive, yeah, right for the Broncos. It, that's exactly the best drive was forty nine <laughs> yards, and it yeah. felt like, oh my gosh, let's hold the parade right now. They figured yep. it all out. Three points per drive would make you the best <laughs> offense in the NFL. <laughs> script every drive, baby. <laughs> yeah, script. But but then were they were they on the script on that second drive when uh, they looked in, really good in to theory start? for four plays. Right, and then they go back in in the last play of the drive is the one you talked about, Ryan, where it's third and one. And they go shotgun handoff. And it's like, you have yep. got to be kidding me. Yep. Shocking. That's All right. Bad. So where do we start? Wide receivers, tight ends? Yep. Wide receivers, sure. Okay. Outside in. Does Cortland Sutton need to be replaced? Um, nope. So the way I view him, though, I view him right now as the Broncos wide receiver one. So you're saying he has to be replaced as wide receiver one? Yes. Or do you view it as Jerry? Uh, Either way, the I think Broncos Tim Patrick had a wide is, receiver though. one. I, I think Tim Patrick is. I don't think Tim Patrick's a wide receiver one. Uh, so I, I, I had zero for the receivers. I think Jerry, Cortland, and Tim Patrick, you're good enough to be average there. I think so, too. Average. My goodness. I think My Tim Patrick. goodness. It's a difference. You replace Kendall Hinton with Tim Patrick. Tim, Tim Patrick, in is my a, mind, is, is, a, is a great two, obviously an amazing mm -hmm. three. But the Broncos don't have a wide receiver no, one. No, they don't. But your wide receiver three would be a wide receiver two. Yeah, and your wide receiver two may be a wide top-end wide receiver three. All right. I don't think so. I guess you I'm trying to, to think of this from a realistic feet. standpoint rather than... True. So it's like if I'm trying to rebuild the team, I'm just saying like those guys have to be better. I, I can't afford to replace them. They're all making yep. too much money. Um, you could, I guess, replace Jerry Judy. Yeah. Um, Trade them out, add somebody. Yeah, good. I just don't I think guess you're upgrading. Like good luck upgrading is what I would yeah. say. Yeah. You would be taking whatever pick essentially that you got for him and using that on a wide receiver in the draft. Yeah. So I, I guess that's another worse. question I have about the the prompt here is: Are we trying to realistically get there, or are we trying to say what are the what does it actually have to be? I, I think I think we're okay. looking at both. I, I think it's uh, what needs okay. to happen for them to be just an average offense next year, and then how realistic is that? Okay. Can they do Cause that? Because I do think adding a wide receiver one, a true wide receiver one, would make a big difference. It definitely would. They, they, a speed guy. That's what they're missing. Well, they I mean, what, what it boils down to, in my mind, is a playmaker. And playmakers yeah. are wide receiver ones. You, you don't find yeah. playmakers in, like, a wide receiver three. No, that that is a, a true wide receiver one. Mm -hmm. And you know who fits that bill? Who, DK who Metcalf. Was, who was able, p potentially, and, and, and a guy that uh, was on the market last year, A.J. Brown. Now, obviously, you're not going to yeah. get him, but but there are those guys out there, yeah. uh, potentially sometimes every offseason, mm -hmm. that you don't think are available, Stephon but then they Biggs. become available. Yep. And, and you have DeAndre to be willing Hopkins. to get, Exactly. You have to be willing to give up in a crazy way for DeAndre Hopkins, a second-round pick, or for most of these guys, a first-round pick to do it. Mm -hmm. But 
that, like you just pointed out, in the past couple of years, there have been those guys out there. Yeah, Tyree Kill. You need speed. Yes. Every year, wide receiver, big time wide receivers yes. are moving around. And so to me, absolutely, I, I have to get that wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. I'll join you on that train. I, I will say, again, if I'm going with realistically, what are the moves That's that can be it. made? I'm not making that one. Yep. But in terms of if I'm living in a world where what do we really need to change? That's, I think, part, one of the fastest paths there would be getting yep. a true wide receiver one. True. Yeah, I, I, I agree. And I also think it's realistic if you want it, if you want it to be done. I wonder, there's probably a, a whole first segment Jerry, based yeah. on uh, who, who they could go after. Right? Oh, that's it. We got plenty of time <laughs> to talk about yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, let's so, so then are we okay right there being, being set on wide receiver two and three you have on the team? Easily. Yes, and and you easily. don't have to really do anything else. Okay. Yeah, I, I I agree as well. Um, and should we go to tight ends? Yep. And before we go there, if you want to see this special dynamic playmaker next year that the Broncos are going to acquire, check out our friends over at Game Time, where you can get those seats to the game. Mm-hmm. And speaking of seeing games, if you want to see a dangerous offense in a very dangerous way, well, check out the Broncos Chiefs game this week where the Chiefs are coming off a loss so maybe the Broncos can find a weak spot or the Chiefs are just going to be super mad and try to blow the Broncos out but you can go there and it's not a night game anymore remember Broncos flexed out of that so the game is at 205 I believe in Denver so check out game time to get tickets to this game if you want to see the Broncos have a shot at breaking the 13 game losing streak we've got links in our description it's the first one on YouTube it's the first one over on the podcast so just go to our link in the description click on that and it'll take you right to all the broncos games so check them out over at game time and also hydrate yourself by um murdering your thirst with liquid death um let's go you know i uh i've been having this cough now for like two and a half weeks which is <laughs> i don't understand it i haven't noticed that really it's like yeah. when he starts choking i guess you've been gone for a week yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah yeah remember that <laughs> I thought that was just like uh, like water down the wrong pipe. No, no, no. I wish it was, though, because I need to keep putting water down these pipes. And if I were to do that, liquid death is the water that I'd fill my pipes with. Um, you can slaughter your thirst, cut off its head. You can uh, yep. sever. Severed lime it. Yep, that's a that's Mur- a kind. Murder your own pipes. Yeah. Mur- yeah. No. No, I like the pipe. Got to keep oh, the pipes. Don't pipes them. intact. Oh, just okay. need to wet them. Um <laughs> The they have like the the bubbly water that's flavored. The they have the, the sparkling sparkling. Water. There we go. Yeah. They have just the normal water, the mountain spring water that comes in a can too. You can pick up Liquid Death just about anywhere: Safeway, Seven Eleven, King Supers, all those. Uh, or go to liquiddeath.com/dmvr. That's liquiddeath.com/dmvr to figure out where. Also, come check us out over here at DNVR. Uh, we've got a Nuggets takeover coming in the next yes. few days. Mm. Those are absolutely... Henry, you're going. So yeah. you, you, what day is it? Saturday. This Saturday, Ooh, Nuggets day. takeover. I think we have a couple more spots left. And it's one of the coolest things we do at DNVR. And I was going to get there. Could be a surprise Ooh. at the bar Ooh. afterwards. There's always something fun. There's always like a little mystery package at mm. the end of a takeover <laughs> night. Um, what, how it works is you come here to the DNVR bar, you have a drink, get ready. Bus comes, picks everyone up. You get beers on the bus. They take you to the stadium. Everyone sits in the same area, which is so cool. It's mm-hmm. almost like hearkening back to the days of like being in the student section in high school right, or college. Right, it really right. is what it is. Uh, and so you're y'all there, you hang out, you chant, 
you have a good time and then the bus brings you back to the bar for an after party um it's just it's one of my favorite things we do and uh so make sure you get in on that and all of the fun things we're doing here at dnvr and uh, yeah absolutely check check that out also shameless plug here for dnvr buffs absolutely. Uh, which is absolutely blowing up right now if you wonder why uh, or anyone out there you know is a Buffs fan or a Prime fan, which we have found Ooh, a lot of recently. Just almost all the comments are like, I'm following Prime from <laughs> Shanghai. I'm following Prime from Mobile. Like all across the world, yeah. people are just fans of his. Um, so if you're like that too, check out all the coverage over there. Uh, it has been going crazy the last couple of days. And we're just going to keep keep feeding the beast. There we go. That's what happens when uh, Prime comes to town, isn't it? It's insane. <laughs> Truly insane. All right. And let's talk about tight ends now. And I think this one's easy. No, the Broncos don't need another starter. Uh, don't need to replace a starter there at tight end. No, it's just we're, we're talking as if it's one starter because I guess we talked about three yeah. wide receivers. So. Yeah, I think yeah. you're even good at wide receiver tight end too. Like oh, if you've I don't. got If you've got Saubert and those guys, I think that's good enough for a second tight end. Like, I guess the the it would be like, do you just take a replacement level player? Because it might not be Sobert. It might yeah. it could be anyone. Exactly. But it, is it? Are you just taking a, an essential free agent to fill that role, or do you think they need to upgrade it? Um, I I would want to upgrade at that at that uh, tight end two spot, but it's not a starting spot, no. and that is probably something that is not realistic to get a massive upgrade there. When I think we're going to be talking about so many different spots that the Broncos truly need to go after. Yeah. And Dulcich the biggest bright spot on offense this year. So you're certainly not going to try to replace him. Obviously there are tight ends that are better, but right now, but Dulcich, what he's shown so far, I'm thrilled with. Yeah. He's yeah. awesome. I mean, the leading receiver in what half the games that he's played. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good stat, but it's good for him. <laughs> it, it, is, it is good for him. Bad yeah. for everyone else. Yes, exactly. Uh, okay. So let's make our way to the running back room. Mm. And this one's complicated because you don't need to replace Javante Williams. No. no. But you better hope he's Javante Williams when he comes back. And you might not have Javante Williams for the first quarter of the season, I think would be a realistic Mm -hmm. expectation, and it could be longer. Um, So technically the answer is yes. You do need a new starter because, my God, Latavius Murray cannot be your running back one in the NFL in 2022. He's trying though. Yep. He's, he's trying his heart out. <laughs> it's it's a classic thing like I that I feel about and and this is like I don't mean to put him down in this way. No. But when I look out at like kids that are playing for CU that are just getting smoked, I'm like I'm not mad at them. Right, right, right. Like they're not they're not being put in a position to succeed. Yeah. They don't belong out there. Yeah, I mean Latavius, yeah. Latavius Murray, Murray was on the practice squad. Right. Latavius Murray can be a very good RB3. Yep. He can eat carry. I mean, what? I think it's five of seven games now. He's finished with between 2.7 and 3.3 yards per carry. Yeah. Which yeah. he does the exact same thing every time. There's that 152 yard run that, like, you can count on second and eight. Exactly. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Um, just trust, I guess, is what you have in Latavius. But we all agree that you have to upgrade from there. It's, it's actually mind boggling to me that even in the middle of the season, the Broncos can't find. A slightly more dynamic player. Truly true. And like, that, we, all I ever say is running backs grow on trees. All anyone ever says is running backs yeah. grow on trees, yet the Broncos can't find a player who can bring any juice to the offense. And that's why Mike Boone needs to be the starter, the bell cow, moving forward the rest of this season to see. 
Can he be yeah. good enough to be the Broncos starting running back for the first month of next year, for yeah. the first month and a half of next year? Probably not. But you know who I know it's not going to be? It's not going to be Divino Zigbo. True. It's not going to be Marlon Mack. It's not going to be Latavius Murray. And I understand that the Broncos wanted to work Mike Boone back slowly mm-hmm. yesterday in his first game back from injury. So I don't blame him for, for not making him that role yesterday. But I'm putting whenever he's ready to, to be the full-time guy, he is the full-time guy to see because it seems like every time he touches the ball, really good things happen. But there also just has to be a reason why multiple teams now have just not given him that many opportunities to touch the ball. But give him the opportunity now. Because mm-hmm. worst thing that happens, he goes for 2.7 yards per carry and you get the exact same thing that yep. you got with Latavius. I think the numbers with him are always going to be better just because of how you use him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah, Latavius, yeah, what do you do with Latavius? You tell him to run straight Smash ahead. Yep. Where do you get... Where do you get good numbers? If you run to the outside, if you run out of shotgun, like Mike Boone's in there in shotgun. And Mm -hmm. so career five and a half yards per carry. Yeah. See if that holds up with the bulk of carries. But I don't know if he can do much between the tackles. Why not find out, though? Yep. The other problem, though, is like if you were counting on him for six games, it's probably a losing bet. Yes. Just because he gets banged up very easily. Yep. It's very true. So So I'm, I'm saying... It's crazy to say like a fourth round pick because that's the second pick or third pick I guess the Broncos have. Um, so fourth because they have two thirds. Okay, one sec. No. First, second. Oh, I forgot about the first that yeah, they acquired. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so yeah, fourth round pick should be used on a running back. Agreed. You, if the, if, if you're doing if exactly if you pick one in the fourth, you can't expect him to be a good starter. I I. I, I expect him to like work alongside Mike Boone in a split carry role until Javante comes back. What if you just sign Melvin Gordon in the offseason? Oh, give me a fucking <laughs> break. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that could be the role. Not obviously Melvin Gordon, but just a, a veteran that's a little younger, has a little more left mm-hmm. in the tank than Tavius Murray. But there has to be an upgrade there. And Ryan, I would prefer it's the fourth round pick, that it's a rookie that you bring in and you find someone that that can be good from the get-go, but it's certainly not a guarantee. This year, Damian Pierce, Zamir White, Pierre Strong, Hassan Haskins, Isaiah Spiller. Yeah. You better hope you get Damian Pierce. Exactly, exactly. Zamir White's getting carries, too. Those are all fourth. All fourth. Those are all fourth. Isaiah Spiller's also kind of worked in, but Austin Eckler's just so good that... He doesn't need to. It's crazy True. how much of their the offense he is with the Chargers. It's crazy that the Chargers are six and six. It's crazy that the Raiders yeah. are five and seven. That, it's crazy that the Broncos are three and nine. It, it is. It's not really so crazy, crazy that the Chiefs are nine and three. Nope, but is that what they are? Everyone thought it was it was wasn't it? I thought even I thought maybe the Chiefs aren't a victim of the trap line. And they were. The book knew. And I tried to put aside what I know the book knew because I was like, ah, the Chiefs don't really count for these things. And then they did. Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy is you were the only one on this podcast to pick the Raiders to lose yesterday. You picked the chart. You were the only one to pick the Chargers to win. Wow. Chargers believer, huh? Oh, big big Chargers believer. <laughs> wow. But honestly, maybe from it's because y- Justin Herbert's my quarterback in Madden now that he's <laughs> there you go. elevating in my head. That, that may be the worst thing from yesterday, though, is now the Raiders seem like they're really gaining momentum for next year, which sucks. Or it's a good thing because they won't fire Josh McDaniels. Oh, it they're is definitely not firing him now. It's also exactly what we predicted before the season. It actually is pretty <laughs> Exactly true. what we predicted. That's about the only thing. Well, I'm not going to say oh, that. Oh, sweet. But. I just got an email from Coach Prime asking me to renew my season tickets. Oh, I'm sure damn. you did. Let's go. Handwritten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I bet he Personally signed it himself. Said, <laughs> yep. Well, let me tell you, Coach Prime. I'm renewing, baby. I'm back. 
Uh, that was that was really in question, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah I was yeah. in the portal for a second. There. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just like he told you to be. Just like the whole team. Yep. <laughs> no, he told. Wait, was that the... message to the fans too? No. Because he said you all get in the portal. No, because he said I'm not gonna. Dis- I'm not gonna let you guys disappoint these fans like true. you have. It's true. <laughs> yeah. And your parents. And, and your parents. I would be disappointed too. I wonder if the kids who hit the portal will their parents still be CU fans? After that message, why not? F no. No <laughs> way. <laughs> You're like, thank you, Prime, for stopping my son from disappointing. Me. <laughs> have fun at Eastern Kentucky. We're we're sticking out here in Boulder. <laughs> oh man, big time college football is a ugly business. It is the most disgusting sport. Well, yeah. actually, World yeah. Cup in Qatar. That's true. Yeah, There's that's a, for a short time we have something. There's death grosser. <laughs> Excuse me, death involved in that. Yes, one. there is. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Okay, so where were we? We left out at, oh, off at running back. We all said, yes, they need to upgrade there. Um, quarterback, I think we, I don't want to speak for you guys. I would say, yes, they need to upgrade. It's not possible. So, no. That's what makes this conversation kind of difficult. Yeah. Um, I would say to be an, right now it feels like, yes. They yeah. would need yep. to change the quarterback to be an average offense. Yes. yes. But what's crazy is like, I would just, I just wish we could see what it looks like if like Mike White is the Broncos starting quarterback. Yeah. Like, does he actually elevate the offense, or is this offense such a disaster that it's making Russ look worse than Mike White? Well, we have one sample size, and it's not fair just to take one game from Brett Rippin, but Brett Rippin, a very true backup, and Russ is like three points per game better than him. And so that's kind of scary in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I agree. What what would a, an average quarterback look like yeah. in this offense? Would he be able to get them to the average of 22 points a game, 20 points a game? Um, but, but right now, I have to say, yeah, the Broncos, I mean, right now on the season, even after Russell Wilson's best mm-hmm. QBR yesterday of 65, he's still like ranked bottom four quarterback in the NFL in, in QBR. Yeah. to see what did Mike White do yesterday on the stat line. 31 of 57. Wow. They him. 369 uh, yards, two interceptions, a 59 uh, rating. My goodness, did they trust him. Oh, my God. And they almost won. That seems like the opposite of Salah, what he wanted to do a quarterback. Yeah. They gave him 57 throws, and uh, they still had 24 carries, so they ran a lot of offensive wow, plays. that is a ton. Very much the opposite of the Broncos. Yep. yep. And meanwhile, I'm, Kirk Cousins was 21 of 35 for 173 yards and one touchdown. Essentially similar to the Russell Wilson line. Just less efficient. Yeah. Yeah. And they won. Um, so I guess my point here is I think Russell Wilson can be definitely good enough to lead an average offense. Like I if think. you give him a, oh. a, a true wide receiver one, like a great receiver, then yeah. He's, if not... Then, so it kind of depends on the combinations to me. It's interesting is like yesterday he made like three or four throws that were like, oh, I'm glad to see he has that. Like, yeah. there's like the one throwing a little bit across his body to Greg Dulcich on the run. That's like, okay, that's still in the bag. There's a one where he kind of throws sidearm to Jerry Judy on yeah. third down where it's like, okay, still got that one. And even like later in the game, he throws just like a strike on an out route to Kendall Hinton, which is like an easy completion. But it was just like, okay, that was on a rope got there quick it gave yep. him an opportunity to turn up field like i see these little things from him and it sounds like we're talking about a rookie right it does um but it's just yeah. like okay it's nice to know he has that in the bag maybe in a competent offense he gets mm-hmm. a lot more opportunities to make these throws and i still think his his strength is the deep ball there's nobody who could throw a deep ball to at this point 
Like you just that that is not in the bag. Back, you just why are don't we not have back shoulder speed. in Cortland. Well, I was gonna say, what are you talking about? Cortland is supposed to be the guy that when the has best he won thing, a jump ball? The He's not best fast. thing he does is supposed to be it's it, it's not burn pass guys, but it's supposed no. to be just throw a 50-50 ball. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like that's in his game no. anymore just because he's done it. Once this year that I can think of off the top of my head. The one where he mossed Montreal Washington. That's the one that was on my mind. Yeah, he did it yeah. against Montreal. And so, I mean, he's supposed to be your guy. Is yeah. it because Russ doesn't have it anymore? Is it because Cortland doesn't have he's it He's had anymore? opportunities, though. Um, Not a lot, but enough to be able to say, why isn't he catching more of those? Like, yeah. they just need a true speed separator who can get down the field. Uh, they thought they had that with KJ. They did. And, and they've never had, had a 40-yard catch in three or five games before he got hurt again. And a little update on Cortland. Um, he has a hamstring injury. Yep. He didn't play in the second half, but he had one target in the first half, zero catches. And, I mean, I'm, that, that was before he was injured, so I'm not, I'm not getting on, uh, on an injured player right now, but <laughs> that's just what we – when we talk about Cortland, we just talk about he just disappears at times. Yeah, that's why I've been calling him Houdini. um i okay so let's just i guess table the quarterback discussion yeah i personally think you could probably get by you don't have an opportunity to change it anyway right for the most part despite the conversation we had last week so the conversation is pretty much ends there you basically every other decision better be towards figuring out how to make him work exactly i mean like marcus Mariota, above league average in scoring offense so like it is possible yeah. It is possible. Can he be Marcus Mariota? He better be he able better to be. be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he better, yeah, be. you better hope. And Marcus <laughs> yeah. Mariota's arm looks so bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's go through the line. Left tackle. So, yeah. I mean, all these spots you'd like to upgrade, except for maybe Quinn. But even that, you could make the case that he's been like an average guard this year. But that's fine. Average is fine. But yeah, so I look at more as like left tackle. Of course, if you can upgrade, you upgrade. But really, you need to you need to get two of them. Do you need to upgrade to get to average? I would say no. I'd say Bulls. No. He he can be average. The thing is, you are gambling. He could also lead the league in holds next year if he stays healthy. But w- realistically, so I would say but yes, he, you want to. But I, realistically, Brian, I I I think he should be able to get you average next year. I guess my thing is even when he holds and he has those issues, he blocks well enough on nine out of 10 plays to have an average offense. And if you're just looking through the five spots, that isn't the one you'd go after. But yeah, but if you're just looking at individually. I, my whole thing is, can you be average with Garrett Bowles as your, uh, Bowles as your left tackle? Yes, I think the can. answer is yes. The answer is yes. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Um, left guard. Um... Dalton Reisner. Like, you can be average with Dalton Reisner there. Is he an average guard? No. Ha- right. Yeah. Like, I you think can it's be about time. Sure. I think it's about time. And I we, we didn't yes. talk about this on the pod, but last week he made it official that he has not yep. been offered a contract extension from the Broncos. And holy cow, did he put his heart out there? He was talking with KOA. Um, and he said, by now, essentially, he said, by now it would have happened. So I'm going to enjoy these last six games being a Denver Bronco. I've loved my time here. I've loved playing for the home team. Um, but I mean, he essentially said he's not going to get a contract here. Now the Broncos could let him test the market. And then if he gets no good offers, Mm -hmm. he comes back here on a cheaper deal than he would have thought to get, but they're going to let him explore the market. Yep. Yep. And to me, like you need two or three upgrades on the offensive line. Realistically, this is the number two place you upgrade in terms of like where, how you could get better. This is number three to me. But either way, I think that this is a spot where you need to upgrade. Center. 
that's number two on my list. Yeah, it's it's time. You yep. got to upgrade. Yep. It's Very much. It's, it's past time. Yes. Yep. Right guard, I would say no. No. Uh, Quinn Miners can absolutely be the right guard on an average offense. Yep. For average, yep. Yep. Agreed. And I think the ceiling is higher than that, especially oh, with better play around him. I think the ceiling yep. is higher, but I do think my expectations for him this year ha have come back to earth. But it yep. doesn't mean that the ceiling still isn't there, but... It, especially at the beginning yep. of the year, he was he was playing really well, and yep. he, he has dropped off. Here's yep. my defense of Quinn Miners. The worst link on the offensive line is to his right, and the second worst <laughs> link on the offensive line is to his left. That, that just, is true. I, I have a hard time judging him mm -hmm. uh, based off of that, and that brings us to right tackle, which absolutely, yep. for the 178th straight season of Broncos football, <laughs> they need a right tackle. And yep. that should be your first-round pick next year. And the first round pick might be getting a yeah. little bit better because despite uh, yeah. a dub yesterday, the Brock 49ers Brady. are now down to their third string quarterback. I wouldn't be shocked the if they the go season. after. Yes. I wouldn't be shocked if they go after Baker Mayfield. And do, you think there's already been a try. A, do you think there's already been a conversation between uh, Baker's camp and the 49ers? And that's why this morning Baker asked to be released. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. And he, he his bet obviously his best season ever was in that offense. Um, mm -hmm. He can operate it, I think. Kyle knows We've how to never work seen him play on a team that's that good. So we'll see what happens. But with that being said, uh, the 49ers are in a really rough position right now. What, what is their record? Like, where are they at? They're eight and four. They're number three in the NFC. Washington is seven, five, and one. And they're the first team out of the playoffs. Okay. So Washington would have to pass them. And then, like, the Seahawks are 7-5. They couldn't fall off worse. Well, you know? they, the Seahawks would have to pass them no matter what. No matter what, yes. Um, so, okay. Um, so, really quick, speaking of Baker, and this could have been part of our conversation with Russ, um, after it was announced that Baker was going to be out there mm -hmm. on the DNVR Broncos Twitter account, the question was posed, should the Broncos have interest in signing Baker Mayfield? You know it has um, 284 likes, 158 comments, so oh probably means pretty divisive. The top comments are, no, is this a real question? Uh -huh. But then the other top comment um, is, uh, I had it right here, it's essentially along the lines of, what do we have to lose? Why not? I would 1,000% prefer Baker Mayfield as the backup quarterback on this team than Brett Rippon. Yep, but... Why? Like, what's the point? Because you can play him for four more weeks. Like, oh, well, look, we have Baker Mayfield instead of Brett Rippon in this game against the Chiefs. That doesn't matter. Like, it's just not worth it at I this would, point. I the would, I guess, just make the case that if Russ were to get banged up a little bit in the next few games, then you just, like, have a reason to turn to the backup. Like, well, Ryan, you said, what would it look like if Mike White came in? How yeah, good could exactly. it be? Well, what if we got to see yeah. Baker come in because Russ got a little banged up? Mm -hmm. And what if Baker did come in and put up 20 points per game? That may be the scariest thing for mm -hmm. Broncos to see because it's like, oh, shit, this yeah. is on Russ. No, yep. like, I would love to see what happens. They're not just running science experiments down there, though. Like, no, I, I mean, Henry, you're right. They're not it, going it's to just, do it. It's just, yeah, there's just no reason to do it, I don't think. What if he gets claimed? If they, if even if he did have a uh, conversation with the 49ers, what if he gets claimed? I imagine he will. By a team before the 49ers? Yeah, yeah I mean they're going to be way down the waiver I mean, wire. Like, what's trade number him. one? Texans. Why yep. wouldn't the Texans try it out? Oh, it worked. Hand him a contract in the offseason. Right, because they're starting who at this point? Next year they'll be starting. I don't know. The first overall pick. They, they there is that. They start. They started like 
It's not him, but like Brian Hoyer esque mm -hmm. player yesterday. The Rams, oh, yeah. the Rams traded their first round pick. They're sitting there at three and nine. Stafford's hurt. Yep, yep, so, yep. and I think they must be right after the Broncos in the waiver claims. Yep. Maybe even right before <clears throat> the Texans no, right started. Kyle Allen. Yeah. See, that make they're in full tank mode. <laughs> so that's just like just yeah. ride it out. Yep. That is true. They 20 are. of 39 for 201 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Mm, yikes. Saints, maybe. Colts. It's they're back be... on Matt Ryan. Like, I think they're oh, happy with him. Oh, after yesterday? True. Well, maybe Ooh. they're willing to replace him, too. Oof. Classic new coach bump in game one yeah. and yeah. fall apart hey, after that. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, and as we know, that by now, the Broncos are not going to have that new coach bump going into the Chiefs this week because we're sitting here almost 1 p.m. on Monday. Nathaniel mm -hmm. Hackett's still the coach, which means he's going to be the coach this week. Two more questions. One, do the Broncos need to replace their fullback position? Um, uh, nah. It just doesn't matter. I say yes. Um, wow. <laughs> two, <laughs> wow. do the Broncos need to replace their kicker? Yes. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I mean, no, unless you factor in the contract. In which case, absolutely just do it. Why not? Well, no, we're talking about average, and if he's kind of part of the offense and scoring, mm -hmm. he is not an average kicker this year. He is below average this year. I and knew that was never going in off his foot. Also, what? I mean, there has to be a trust issue now between Nathaniel Hackett and Brad. I, I, I get it. It's a 63-yarder. If you miss wide right, wide left, uh, or you miss by two yards, okay, that, that happens with 63 yards. You miss by, like, 10 or 12 or 15 mm -hmm. yards? Wh what are we doing even trying the kick? Yep. How can you trust him moving forward saying my distance is 63 yards? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What's crazy is if he had the length that he thinks he does, Broncos would be five and seven right now. <laughs> it's yep. true with nothing else different. Yep, zero other things change except mm -hmm. two field goals. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, it's really crazy. Yep. And it's not the season's not going as planned, but it's not off the tr uh, off the tracks. And I'm not saying you you should expect your kicker to make those mm -hmm. kicks. Um, you well, should get in a better position before you attempt them. Without a doubt, but he did tell him I can make it. It's Apparently. in my range. Was so was this uh, the whole like left hash thing all over again? What Russ said after the game was we needed to get to the 45 yard line. You know where the Broncos offense got the freaking 45 yard line. <laughs> So it wasn't yeah. 46 left How back. It was just 45 yard know. line. You, if you were know. writing, if you were reading this Bronco season in a book, yeah. you would be like, "This is so boring." They just keep <laughs> writing the same chapter <laughs> over it's and over. So true. It's so They're like, true. You're like chapter 12 is the exact same as chapter one. <laughs> what is this? Except in chapter 12, they had two less points, and the other team had two fewer points as well. Yep. That's goddamn. It is. Um. Okay. Shall we uh, move on here? Um, so all what, what did we decide? So we got to receiver. We agreed on one wide receiver. Yep. All right. Yeah. Kinda. I, um, do, I still don't. Running back. Yep. Tight. Um. Not tight end. Left tackle. No, sorry. Left guard. Center. Right tackle. Five. Wow. I think that is fullback. Bare. <laughs> yeah, bare. Bare really? minimum. See, I came into this thinking two or three, depending oh. on the offensive line, because again, oh. like you get Javante back. Like, you get Tim Patrick back, and again, it's like, what is Javante? There's that factor, too. I legitimately think if you actually... And that doesn't mean, like, get average play out of two or, two or three offensive line spots, but, like, get good players there. Again, they need 25 more yards to be average by yards. 
Like their third down percentage no, is no, terrible. No, no, red zones. no, 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 no. But by, no. by yards, though. Yeah, no, the no, seven no, no, points. No, we know the seven points. Yards does not even close to but, as important in points. No, Hank, but, this but is, it's a sign, This though. is one of the worst scoring offenses in the past Definitely. three decades. Definitely. <laughs> I and think they're more than two players away. Well, I mean, they're more than two players. You throw Javante in there. You throw Tim Patrick in there. You throw Garrett Bowles in there. You throw... Uh, we, so I guess there's six players. There's saw, half the offense. We saw those three guys with this offense, not Tim Patrick. Yep. We saw Javante. We saw Garrett Bowles. We've yep. seen Cortland Sutton, Jerry, Judy, all those guys healthy. They were two and one. We, 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 we've seen, and, but how many points were they averaging? Not a lot. Exactly. What were they averaging? Um, what was it? Like 16, 16, and 23? Yeah. Pretty close. Uh, that's still so below Tim, average. It is. It is still below yeah, average. Yeah. Good enough to be in the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. We're talking about those are, th- <clears throat> I guess, what? One bad team or one really bad team, one bad team, and then an okay team with the Seahawks. So, I mean, it's not Niners like they're going up there, against. Right? Uh, no, that was week four. That was week four. Oh, yeah, because they lost 10 that one. points. They're or 11 points. No, they won that one. Yeah, 11 points. They started two and one. Did they get that one? They won 14 to nine, I think, <laughs> against the. Or sixteen to nine, six, yeah, it was sixteen to nine 16 against to the nine. Texans. Yep, there yep, we go. Yep. And then yeah. you're right; it was 49ers, Then it was Raiders. Yeah, yep. there we go. So the first three games down. they were averaging, yeah, even worse. Yeah, <laughs> the same. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the offensive line, though, I think that that's the big thing. Mm. Well, you know what's good news, guys? What's that? The under moved hey! to eleven and one wow. on the season, <laughs> and I think I've got at least eight or nine of those. Yeah. Um, it just keeps being so easy. Oh my god! Last <laughs> yesterday it closed at forty and a half. You never sweating. They didn't get half that. No. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Pathetic. Uh, so if there's one thing you want to take away from Broncos games, just go over to DraftKings Sportsbook and bet the under. Yep. Um, at least you can be paid for your invested time. <laughs> it's very true. Uh, it's been brutal, but those have hit. So check it out over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Makes everything more fun. Uh, I will say I've had a disastrous experience betting on the World Cup. Um, mm. So... Maybe just I should stick to American football um, <laughs> and basketball and hockey. But uh, it, it's a great time over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Makes every game more fun to have a little bit of action on it. Uh, so get over there. Use the code DNVR when you sign up to get in on all of their fantastic deals, including you can get a 100% boost on your same game parlays. Um, you can get uh, $150 in free bets when you bet five on an NFL money line. So Get in on all that great action over at DraftKings Sportsbook and use the code DNVR when you sign up. Of course, age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And speaking of DraftKings, let's give out our DraftKings pick of the week. And we're just going to go right back to the well that you talked about, Ryan, because it prints money. Take the Broncos and Chiefs <laughs> under. Now, you may say, okay, the Broncos hits all the time, yep. but they're playing the Chiefs. I'm a little skeptical. Don't be skeptical because you know what Vegas does when the Chiefs play? They boost that number probably higher than it should be, and that's reflected in the Chiefs over-under. The Chiefs are 7-5 and five on the under, so even the Chiefs hit the under more mm-hmm. than not, and the Broncos are 11-1 and one on the under, so it's going to hit the under. pretty shockingly no- low number in a game that involves Patrick Mahomes. It's a pretty shockingly mm-hmm. high number for a game that involves the Denver Broncos, though, yeah, so, so you, you kind of meet in the middle there. 43. I like that under. I, I like it, and I was a little worried about the Ravens under. I was like, man, are the Ravens going to blow the Broncos out, and the Broncos are going to get... 13 points and the Ravens get 30 and it hits the over. Then if, if that happened, 
the under would still be right around there. So I still like the under for this game. And in the Chiefs' last five games, the unders hit three times. So it's not like their offense is so hot that it that it's hitting recently. No, it's mm-hmm. not. And we obviously know the Broncos' offense is clearly not there. So give me the under again this week. I um, reserve the right to change this. Okay. But like my initial reaction is twenty-three to nine or twenty-four to nine. Ooh. Yeah, I like that a lot. So um, that's well under 30 to 10 is where I'm at right now. All right. Either way, that's still under. Yep. Yeah. So there you go. I think we can just stamp that down as the (laughs) team. Yeah. I think we all agree there. I mean, if it keeps winning, why would you go anywhere else? Show history, the official (laughs) team uh, DraftKings pick of the week for us. Boom. There we go. And speaking of something that we all love is sports fan because that's where we hold our tailgates. And you know, if we're putting the stamp of approval on it, it means it is really good. And check out sports fan when we have a tailgate, which we have one coming up this week. If you go to sports fan, we're in their parking lot for the tailgates. If you go there during the tailgate, you're going to get 10% off. So make sure to check them out. But also you can check them out not during the tailgates as well because they have four locations, two on 16th Street Mall, one where we do the tailgates on 18th and Federal right by the stadium and then of course they have one in park meadows mall they have the coolest gear you can get normal things but then you can also get customized awesome different things that are are very unique you can only find there so check them out for all of your denver sporting needs comments all right let's get to the comments (laughs) start with the super chats from casey israel uh rk what's the cu buffs hand sign i asked on twitter Thankfully, we do not have a hand sign because hand signs are lame. <laughs> I am not a fan of the hand signs. <laughs> um, but you can say Sco Buffs. That's our version of Roll Tide. Um, oh, yeah, and, and it's, it's big. It is. Yeah. It is. It's, it's slowly but surely growing. I was originally uh, anti it, but I've since uh, adopted it. Mm, there we go. Huh. Really, I thought you would be all about it. I don't like change. Mm, well, it's like saying okay. Go Buffs. But now it's it is kind of easier to say Scobuffs. Does uh, Dion say it? He hasn't yet. Okay, he hasn't. Yet. He also hasn't like changed his Twitter profile pic yet. But we'll is get there. Is it still Jackson State? Yeah, maybe he's doing okay. it because he's still coaching one more game for them. And when does that end? I believe this weekend. Oh, okay. So he it's not too far until yeah. he's he's here. Yeah, that's gotta be so awkward. Going like back he's there. leaving all those kids and. <laughs> well, he's bringing a lot of luggage with him. I mean, there can't be too much Jackson <laughs> State luggage. It's gotta be a he's lot. Literally luggage. said in that clip he said i've got about 10 11 guys that are coming with me and they're dogs and they're gonna yeah. eat 10 11 it's like 90 on the roster so we get yeah yeah they're not all coming not even no. one of his sons is coming yeah that was another weird Wait, one thing. of his sons isn't coming so he can't as far as i know unless he like requests a waiver and goes through which mm-hmm. he probably could where he is could, he uh he's at jackson state he's oh. a safety at jackson state his name's shiloh sanders okay um but he's already transferred twice uh, and so that complicates things. FCS him. to FBS should be fine though. When you're well, changing Dion levels. Well, said he made me mad, so I didn't. Bring oh him. yeah, I think that was no just on way. that. It was just on that trip. <laughs> just on that trip. Yeah, it's possible. Also, <laughs> yeah, no, which is insane. Like, imagine if Nathaniel Hackett like took over as the Broncos coach and was like, "Oh, I'm pissed at my daughter. She had to stay back in Green Bay." <laughs> like, Dion literally this week put out a ranking of his children. It was like Dion Jr.'s birthday. He was like, that, my favorite son. And then went one through five. Wait, no, actually? Yeah. Actually. Oh, my God. Like, what the hell is this? Number five's got to step their shit up. Was number one Apparently. the starting quarterback of the CU Bucks? No, he was, no, three, he was number I three. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> He's not getting the number one until he leads us to the natty. Are what, what are uh, one and two doing? 
one is like his social media yep. manager. Okay. Yep. Okay. Dion Jr. I think he's like tactically trying to uplift him. I don't know why. But he know. clearly like feels the need to yeah, yeah, yeah. rise yes. him up. Well, but I could understand if probably a social media manager needs more of a bump than the starting quarterback. It was also okay. his birthday. That's why he released the updated power rankings. It was Dion Jr.'s birthday? Yeah. Okay. He should just have the power rankings in his office, like with like some magnets. I think he could does, you, like on the refrigerator. Like he must. I was if, if say, could you it imagine seems like this on, is on a the, thing on the kitchen table? Just every time you sit down for dinner, like I don't even know what that kid would have to do to not get brought to the introductory press conference. Apparently, like, this whole he trip. was like anti coming to see you. That's the rumor for his dad. Huh. Like, yeah, he didn't want his dad. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. He just because well, he probably wow. thinks he's stuck at Jackson State now. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with Jackson. <laughs> um, really? I, yeah, I'm anti. I mean, there might be something. It sounds like that. a bad place, knowing nothing about it. Like if if, if I don't had a list, that. I don't mean, to, to, to be fair, I'm anti Wyoming though, too. We can just connect the dots from with what Dion's doing. He was undefeated at Jackson <clears throat> State, and he's yes. going to a one and eleven program. Clearly, I think there's a, a positive jump there for him to be making that crazy football move. I mean, he brought up the crime rate multiple times. Yeah, he was yeah, amazed by that crime rate. Yeah. Not of Jackson. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, there's something going on there. There's another one there. Um, and Zach has... What, Zach, let me get that 1,000th follow. Oh, why wow. don't you uh, hit me a DM right You're now? following 999 right now? 999. Wow. 999. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. It's a little scary to jump over, but it's probably about time. I've, I've long, I believe, been in the thousand following club let's see yeah. what we got here yeah i follow 1783 1780 you, you nervous to get to 1784 nope oh okay good probably follow like all of dion's staff when they <laughs> come out <laughs> yeah. i've got 2100 leading the way yeah let's maybe go. i need to clean that out yeah i've often thought of that as well yeah all i right. feel like a lot of people just don't tweet so I never see it, so I don't That's care. That's very true. That's very true. All right, let's hop into the comment section. First one coming in from Bigwood54 says, such a heartbreaking loss. You cannot blame the defense for this game. Any defense in the league would be exhausted after being on the field that much. After forcing turnovers like they did today and playing and playing great defense for roughly 55 minutes of the game, the offense has to help and capitalize on those opportunities. I personally think we should have gone for it on fourth down instead of kicking that last field goal. Thoughts? Also, I definitely think we should have, have had Russ throw the ball more he was looking good for the most part quick question my first ever game was against the Raiders and I had my all-in bus ticket for the game and I'm coming back next week for the Chiefs game because I had so much fun even with the loss the wow. tickets are quite a bit more expensive than the last one with the Raiders is that because it was supposed to be a Sunday night football game Will there be a price adjustment, or is it just because it's the Chiefs? Thank you all for the amazing content. Can't wait to see you guys next Sunday. Broncos country, I want to die. Hashtag take the under. <laughs> 75% Mahomes, 25% Sunday night football. It shouldn't be. That's why those are more expensive, I think. He's talking about tickets to the game or tickets? about the bus. Oh. That's what I thought he was talking about. Oh. I have mm. no I, idea about that. I don't that. think the bus ch price has changed if you were talking about a game this season. This year, yeah. Um, mm. So maybe he's talking about the... Just the game? If so, yeah, it's probably because of the Chiefs. Probably because Chiefs Mostly. fans are road tripping into Denver to scoop up all the also tickets. Also true. Yeah, that fits my Mahomes category. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That would be rough. Yes, it, will it be would rough. be. And it, yeah. it I be. like like we did this whole thing yesterday with the Buffs. Like, don't let Nebraska fans come yep. to the game next yep. year. I cannot do. I can't even do that to the Broncos fans right now. Like, I'm not expecting anyone to go to the game to like make sure a Chiefs fan doesn't or right. hold on to their tickets 
that someone's offering them money for. Like I can't I can't ask yeah. for that with the way that this team has played. Yeah, I mean, uh, Rick George said it. No red in the stands. Yeah. That, it's hard to say that about the Chiefs this week because of where the Broncos are. That fourth down is he it's talking? Also really hard to get tickets to Arrowhead right now. Like, yes. obviously they're so good that right. ticket prices are so high up that seven hour drive from yeah. Kansas City to Denver. Also, like people that live in Western Kansas that are Kansas City Chiefs fans, like they're probably all flocking in to hit up game time and go to the game for thirty five bucks. It's cheaper to drive or even fly out here and get those tickets. Yeah. Dang, that's crazy. He must be talking about the fourth and eleven, right? The second to last drive. Um, no, I think he's talking about the end of the second half or end of oh. the second quarter. Okay. Um, when the Broncos decided to kick a field goal instead. Yeah. Nathaniel Hackett talked about it after the game. He just said our defense was playing great, wanted to get points there. So essentially what he was saying was he didn't think the defense was going to give up really any points in the game. And yeah. that's just... They weren't. It's such an unrealistic expectation to ask for. Going the Broncos needed one more field though. goal to win the game. They yep. didn't even need to enter yep. the red zone. Yeah, that, true. That's all they needed. But... Man, it's just like we talked about earlier. It's just the same story. The defense is so good until when it matters the most. And obviously, uh -huh. it's not the defense's fault that they lost the game uh, in a broad spectrum. But man, yep. don't break down then. And let's just mm -hmm. put some context to it, too. It's against a backup quarterback. And now, uh, it, it's a good backup, but still a backup best. quarterback. You should not be breaking down there. And they had no. two fourth down situations that they had to convert. They converted them. You gave them two big plays uh, mm -hmm. with uh, an unnecessary roughness penalty, I believe, and then also Pat Sertan's pass interference. Mm -hmm. you, you just They just broke down, and it's not the first time. So that's just what yep. made it even more disappointing. And I'll say I would – I'm happy with the decision to kick that field goal. You can't trust the offense. Exactly. Because I, th I don't think they were going to go score a touchdown. Like, you pick it up. That's what I said. When they exactly. lined up to go for it, I, was, I, I sat on the watch long. So they're just going for this to have a shorter field goal in 30 seconds. Exactly. <laughs> like, they, that red zone, they were not going to go score. Yeah. I, Take uh, your three points not. there. Take those three points. Next one's from Mile High Till I Die. It says, if you told me we could get Caleb Williams to 2024, I would put up <laughs> with another season of Russ and Hackett and 10 points a game. Who wouldn't? If we can't have Caleb Williams, then let's ship this franchise to the moon so we don't have to suffer oh. through this mess anymore. What a way to ruin a perfectly fine Sunday. By the way, you guys use the term heartbreaking in the headline, mm -hmm. and then someone just used the term heartbreak. Was that really heartbreaking? Um, that I had <sighs> more emotional investment in that game than I have for the past, I don't know, five or so games because they were in it, and 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 there there was just hope in the game. And then at the they end... They just needed one stop. And so, yep. yes, in, in a, an entire season perspective, when you look at it, no, it's not, because it was for them to fall to three and nine. Exactly. So that's not really heartbreaking. Yeah. But just in the moment... The, I think there were some emotions there. It just depends on how much you care at this point. It's like, and, and I cared more in this game than in yep. past games. Nobody tell Coach Prime that I was watching the game during his press conference. He probably wouldn't like that. No. Um, but I was just watching it like, I know what's going to happen here. Oh, here yeah. it comes. Yep. yep, there it is. Yep. Oh, oh, yeah, touchdown. Oh, 30 seconds. That's not enough time. Loss. Yep, yep. that's what I expected. Yeah. There you and go. That's it's true, but, I mean, there was just a little bit of hope. There was. Uh, the Count says, has anyone thought about holding an exorcism at Mile High? Ooh. It's the acme of foolishness to not believe that some demon or succubus of type, succubus wow. type deal isn't having its way with our team. You couldn't make this up if you tried. Some seasons. Some seasons end shortly, like a bitter frost that come calling you uh, as you sun yourself on the banks of the Horsetooth Reservoir. Dreaming back to times of skipping stones and laughing contentedly over a stinger full of fish. It plucks you right 
the hell out of all the comfort, and you, uh, and yet you keep a little light burning somewhere in secret, hoping that wow. things will keep growing. But a new wind tells you otherwise. Love the count. Wow. Well, I'm happy we at least got a Fort Collins reference in here to horse toots since mm-hmm. there's been a lot of buffs talk. Uh, but the count also has something that makes a little more sense now. He says, with Jimmy G out, could the Broncos in San Francisco make a deal for Russ? The count. Not this year because uh, <laughs> trade deadline is passed. Yeah. Yep. You could do a... Uh... <laughs> you can't do anything. <laughs> you can't do anything. Um I do think, I mean, there's one player who joined the team just after the Broncos won that Super Bowl, and it's been only pain since. And I love Justin Simmons, but wow, is he cursed? Mm. I heard that he's been cursing more. Mm. Have you heard that? Yes, I huh. have heard that. Huh. What about, what if you trade him uh, to the Chiefs? You know, just seventh round pick to give them the curse. That, that could really saying? go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we might really hate that. <laughs> did Melvin Gordon play? Has he been elevated from the P squad yet? I, I, I not that I've heard. No. I was gonna say because that could be their curse. <laughs> that could be. Wait, wasn't? No, Melvin's was later. All right. I think they are zero and one since getting Melvin. <gasps> Didn't he sign just last Monday yep. or yeah. Tuesday? Yeah, zero and one. Let's go. Wow. Keep an eye on that. From Chahuha. Although unlikely is there a world in which Russ would restructure his contract to get a fat payout in form of a signing bonus or something, allowing both sides to move on and look towards the future. I know nobody gives up money, especially quarterbacks, but he has, a look, he has to look in the mirror. He's basically the highest paid player in the league while performing below every starter in the NFL. Uh, maybe he wants a fresh start with a better team, and maybe, just maybe, Walmart has enough cash to entice him to restructure and ride himself out of town. Wouldn't the cap hit eventually still hit, though? Yes. Yeah, there's no way. The only way they could make the cap hit less is if he just gave up guaranteed money. Right. And I, there, is, there is no reason for him to ever do that at all. So there's I understand no way to get what them. you're saying, Chihuahua, but Cause no, matter no money what, in the world can buy the Broncos out of the cap hit, and that's no, what matters. No matter what signing bonus gets spread out across yeah. the length of the contract in terms of dead cap. So you couldn't even... you like. You wish you could just say, like, give him a quarter billion dollars, just pay him out the whole contract just to make the contract go away. It just doesn't work that way. No, it doesn't. Even it though does the not. Walmarts have the money. PS2 says, hey, guys, I have missed the last few pods because, quite frankly, anything Broncos related brings my mood down right now. Oh, I'm going shame. to the Chiefs game this week, and I'm not excited about it at all. <laughs> Sadly, I bought the tickets in August and overspend way too much on tickets. Should have waited and used game time instead. The worst thing about the games is the way we lose. We don't play to win. We play not to lose. Fair. Yesterday's game highlighted that so many times outside of Russ, the team ran the ball 26 times averaging 2.6 yards <laughs> per carry and russ only had 22 pass attempts i'm just hoping for a miracle and we put up points on sunday so true putting up points on sunday would feel like a miracle they played that game so scared and that's kind yeah. of what that what that fourth down was uh was more so playing not to lose as a pl- as opposed to playing not to win it's like just get points just get points because we, we just we just don't want to lose here i, I like felt that was, that no was more of risk reward like exactly the reward might just be a, f- a shorter field goal exactly whereas the risk is we get no points because how often That's do fair. they score a touchdown in the red zone <laughs> um, they make the red zone often. sometimes <laughs> i know it's been a while that's why i don't have the number 34 percent, 30 percent. it's right around 30 percent. so you pick up the first down and then you're i mean if you get the one yard you're at the 22 with 40 seconds left i guess clock is running and so you're like 36 or whatever that just doesn't seem like you're getting the touchdown I would just so much rather see Russ play like YOLO ball 
He does that. Then watch the Broncos run the ball 26 times at 2.6 yards per carry. They have literally nothing to lose other than like, I don't want to see him getting hit a ton. Right. Um, But it didn't feel like the pass rush was affecting them that much yesterday. Were there any deep shots, like true deep shots, just period yesterday that rushed through? Not that I can remember. I thought there was maybe one to Montrell. Oh, there was Montrell. He kind of came on like a deep post or an over. Right, right, right. Okay, Um, so so there was one, but I'm even okay if there's some contested ones that you're throwing. Yeah. Especially to Cortland Sutton. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only way this team scores points is if they have a big play on the drive. Exactly. And that's why you do it. Not because you think he's actually going to make the play. Because he big, hasn't done it. A, a big, a big play. That's a scoring drive. So we're, there's something on the TV behind us that a woman being attacked by a raccoon, <laughs> and she couldn't They're get the raccoon so off sweet. of her. She was trying to throw it, and it was just holding on. Raccoons are not sweet. Oh yes, they are. You got no. to. They're oh, like I thought they're domesticated like raccoons. Yeah, those. Are, I mean, those are the only ones I've met. Thing? Yeah. Oh yeah. Domesticated my friend Justin had domesticated skunks little. too. Wow. My grandpa. My, my grandpa had a skunk had friend. A skunk friend. You still let him in the house and stuff. Wow. Grandma hated it. <laughs> she hated it so much. But my grandpa just said, like, as long as you're nice to it, it's not going to spray anything. Oh, they see normally domesticated ones get like de-skunked. <laughs> right. Yeah, we don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> grandpa didn't know how to do that. <laughs> it's probably sad. That honestly, seems like one of the things that would process. piss it off and make it spray. Well, it's not you who does it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Someone who's yeah, the, prepared the for the situation. Sprayer. You know, you, know, you, yeah, don't I got one of those. you don't neuter your own cats. You, like, bring them in. But a lot of cats get neutered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think anybody makes a living de-spraying <laughs> skunks. It's probably the same person who neuters the cats. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> that seems so different. Like, that's a whole different it's anatomy. being a vet. Yep. They teach vets how to unspray skunks? Yes. There's no way. Probably. There's probably a YouTube video. <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. <laughs> Just showing it to my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one comes in for PS2. Hey, guys. I've missed the last few pods because, quite frankly, any... Oh, wait. We did that one, right? Yep. yep. Broncology. Uh, I missed one Broncos game in the last 11 years. One. I had to work. Wow. I had some things to do during the game. I planned to watch it later in the day on NFL Plus. Well, I logged into social media, forgetting there would be spoilers there. Saw the game, score, another humiliating and embarrassing loss to stack up with all the others over the last seven years. And guess what? There's no heartache for me tonight, no frustration, no nothing. I didn't watch, and we lost again as usual. I didn't have to witness, yet again, the humiliation that is Denver Broncos football. Just an utter embarrassment what this team is, the laughingstock of pro sports. This team is killing my love for football. I used to watch all the games around the league. And as we have continued this, whatever this is, for seven years, my enthusiasm for other teams has dwindled. Why? Because you watch them and say, oh, that's what football is supposed to look like. And the shame is even worse. So I've been watching the Broncos. And today I didn't even do that. Still here for the pod as usual. You guys are the only light left in my football world. Speaking of which, I'm sure others came long before me. I'm commendingly stuck in my ways when mace left i was upset and couldn't accept henry as his replacement who is this young guy and uh what is he doing on my pod bring back mace immediately that said he's grown on me now and i've decided i like him and he can stay (laughs) i was hoping there was a twist he has fresh insight and is enjoyable to listen to so good on him and good on the rest of you finding a suitable replacement for the legend uh thanks for the coverage as always broncology well thank you broncology and um i just have to say i'm with you man like I love football. I spend all of my days looking forward to football when football is not on. Mm-hmm. And even I have taken a hit in terms of like last night I saw the Sunday night football matchup and I was like, that doesn't seem all that interesting. So I did something else. That's very unlike me. Yeah. I'm, I'm the opposite. I, I'm because huh. the Broncos are so bad. I'm like, I need to see good football. And typically 
other games, maybe not last night, but other games are more interesting mm -hmm. than the Broncos. So, so I gravitate to football even more outside of the Broncos. Yeah, when there's a good matchup on, I'm still like, uh, you know, kicking to watch it. But like, didn't watch Thursday. Uh, I guess I sort of watched Thursday Night Football last week, but instead I was really watching the Buffs basketball game, which was uh. also heartache. Um, it's just like one of those things where it's like, it has there has to be something to draw me in. Whereas in a normal world, I'll just watch any football game at any moment, no matter what. Right, right. I understand that. Um, Broncos have kind of flipped me the other way. Huh. Dan Burke says, hey, guys, just want to get some clarification or to clarify on something Zach wrote and how to fix the Broncos roundtable piece you all did. Ooh. I'm paraphrasing here, but I'm sure Zach said the Broncos should take away some of the defense pl defensive players to acquire capital to fix the offense, which is something I agree with. But who is even an option? I can only think of, of Simmons and Sertan as viable trade chips. Is Zach willing to go that far this offseason to trade both of those guys? I would say, obviously, Sertan is number one in terms of the value, but yeah. Simmons is actually not that tradable of a you player don't think so just because his contract i have he hasn't lived up to it now two picks yesterday it definitely helps the way things look but i i would say the more tradable pieces you have are like baron browning right. um you know you could trade Demar mathis Demar, yeah maybe um i guess you would put simmons up there as well just because he's good yeah um but you can't trade draymond jones because he's on a contract right. year right now um, Browning would be the number one one that I look at and say like that's a very tradable piece. Mm -hmm. um, I think in terms of the most valuable, it's Browning, Simmons, and Sertan. Yeah, fair mm -hmm. enough. Um, and yeah, I'd be willing to move on from from all three of those. Not, I'm not dumping them off, but if you get what you think is fair value, and for for Sertan, it may be two first round picks, but you have to do everything you mm -hmm. can to get offensive guys. I mean, we, we see it this year, but we've also that this isn't just a, a quick judgment and you're making too rash of a decision. We've seen this since Peyton Manning left. Yep. You can't build the team consistently on defense. You have to have those pieces on offense, whether it's two or three guys like Henry said, or like I think more like six guys that you need on offense. You're going to have to get assets in order to get those guys. And those are your most valuable pieces that you can, that you can move on from yep. defense. I think you can get a second for Simmons. And I, I think it's more think likely so you could get more than less. $14.4 million a year for two years, no guarantees. Fair enough. That's the a only, good number. The only thing is just the tackling. True. It's been so bad this year that yeah. it's hard for me to see a team spending that much money for a safety who's struggling True. to tackle. Um, from Moogie94, hey, y'all, thanks so much for sticking around when there isn't much worth sticking around for. My main takeaway from this offense is that we have given these mediocre players such a pass for the past three years due to not having a good quarterback that we made ourselves believe that we had blue chip talent across the board. Sutton is closer to Sammy Watkins than Randy Moss, and Judy is closer to Van Jefferson than Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. I say cut, trade, whatever with anyone this offseason except Javante, Russ, Tim, and Dulcich. I, would afraid, I was afraid that we drafted Judy in the first round that he would be a diva, and he has proven a lot of people correct. I bet Brandon Johnson or some low-round receiver will end up having better career than in that entitled dude. Probably not. Um, maybe the players we, we cut will end up having decent careers at a different place, but truly, I-D-G-A-F at this moment. Anyways, again, thank you for your great coverage. You're but, welcome. <laughs> I mean, you're focusing on Jerry Judy, um, but you can even just compare Brandon, John Brandon Johnson from someone in the, his own draft class, Montreal Washington. Now, viewed more when they drafted it as a returner, but... The fact that Brendan Johnson, Brandon Johnson is getting more playing time than Montra Washington is pretty damning on the draft. What's he doing with that playing time? Um, Brandon Johnson? Nothing. He had a touchdown last week. 
He did have a touchdown. He did. He's doing more nothing. than Montreal. He did, but I'm yes. just saying like he's out there for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he is out there. Jerry Judy like is actually catching passes. Not no, very many. No, I'm but not trying to take. I know, Jerry I know, Judy. I, but this I, was more against Montreal. He was saying Brandon right, Johnson right, will right. end up having a better career than Jerry Judy. Like, yeah, he's probably not. not. No. Um, well. Woodwork Broncos says my wife, a Chiefs fan, and I, Broncos fan, are coming to Denver from KC for the game next weekend to celebrate our one year wedding anniversary. Congrats! Hey, guys. Wow. Yeah. we bought tailgate and bus tickets and are very excited for the game and all the festivities. Would you please describe the ideal DNVR game day? If you're an out-of-town fan and you wanted to experience everything the DNVR bar at Tailgate have to offer, what would your game day and timeline look like? Thanks. P.S. My wife loves the virtual Tailgate show, even though she's an evil <laughs> Chiefs fan. <laughs> Let's go. Um, I feel like the, the ideal DNVR game day is kind of just like all packaged in if you're taking the bus and the yep. Tailgate. It's come to the DNVR bar before. Yep. Uh, maybe have a drink while you Some wait. Breakfast. Watch the tailgate. Some brunch. Yep, you can watch the tailgate live if you want. You can over sit over corner. at a table by us. Um, then you hop on the bus, go to the t- you go hang out at the tailgate for a few hours. Watch, you know, whatever games are on in there. Uh, play some games, have some drinks, mm-hmm. do a shot on the shot ski. Go to the game. In the ideal world, the Broncos win. Enjoy it. Uh, oh, that'd be nice. You try to like enjoy the stadium, see Bucky up there. Oh, Bucky. Um, you know, enjoy Thunder running, the parachuters coming oh. into the yeah, stadium. Yeah. Let's knock on wood when we say enjoy Thunder running. That's true. What doesn't she run at the beginning of the game? She, she does, doesn't well. It's Can a good move the by out? the buffs with have Ralphie. They're just like, let's yeah, <laughs> this is guarantee not about we're touchdowns. running Ralphie. Have not they about got the rid of the let's ride flags? I need to focus on that Ooh. this game. No. I don't think so. Uh, the par- the uh, the guys that the parachuters were canceled last game because of wins. So hopefully that's not the case. Oh okay. I thought you meant like they got canceled. Oh no no. <laughs> you should have seen the words they had <laughs> the, on those there. parachutes. Can't they had some like crazy problematic <laughs> flags attached to them as they were flying. In. Um, yeah, it was orange and blue flags. Very <laughs> problematic. So this problematic. Year. Uh, and then after the game, you hop back on the bus. And come back to the DMVR bar and, you know, get some food and watch Sunday Night Football. And this yep. week, Sunday Night Football is the Dolphins and Chargers. So you can be cheering for the Dolphins. Fun. Big Tony says, only read if RK is on the pod. I'm here, baby. Uh, my boys, I had an epiphany last night. If we see more of the same from Russ next year, should we be sh- targeting Shador Sanders in 2024? Oh, boy. <laughs> Your thoughts? Um, yes, absolutely. Is he going to be a, <laughs> uh, an NFL draft prospect? Wouldn't it be... So he's plays next year at CU. Yep, that he'd be, be eligible. Okay, well, no, he's staying both years. Um, <laughs> he is. So it'd have to be 2025. <laughs> is he actually a potential NFL draft guy? It's hard to tell just because his, yeah. his uh, yeah. quality of competition is so low, but he had 41 total touchdowns to six interceptions. What, uh, what recruit was he? What star? 77% completions, too. Four-star recruit. Well, okay. Turned yeah. down Alabama, Michigan, Ohio State, mm-hmm. Tennessee to go to Jackson State. Wow. Yep. He must have a dad or something that's... Yeah. Okay, maybe one maybe. concern is just arm strength that's where he needs to show up just a little bit more uh and this one's not going to happen for my guy big tony but he says also if benito isn't wearing number 11 by sunday i'm going to lose my mind that Uh-oh. is all big tony out but josh course, johnson's no longer on the huh? team he's gone but oh shit that's people true. are already buying benito jerseys i think they're on the, the shelves um i've seen a few really yeah i have i actually have you, have. you met jer- the benitos Huh? You met the Benitos? <laughs> no, I saw people with Benito jerseys at training camp. Wow. Like at least five, I would say. You know how many snaps he played on defense yesterday? It's, Zero. It's more. No, it's okay. more. He he actually did play on defense. So I'll rephrase it. He played on defense. Guess how many snaps? <laughs> Twenty. One. 
Oh, yeah, so he barely played on defense. You made it sound like I was so far uh, off yeah, when I said I, zero. I wanted you to be so far off. But I was right next you to it. Yeah. I almost nailed it. You almost did. Um, I was going to say, because when, when I just rewatched the game an hour ago, yeah. I was like, I don't remember seeing him yeah. once. And then when you're like, no, he played. I'm like, man, maybe I, he was just invisible. Yeah. Um, and last one, I believe, coming in from Denver Rivals says, who will be the best quarterback to draft in 2024? Speaking of kind of the exact same thing. Where has the Judy slant game gone? I swear those routes are ridiculous and have impacted the offense. We should go super aggressive and like y'all said, and stop this poetry in motion. I really hate this season seeing the Chiefs thrive the Chargers and now Raiders in the playoff hunt mix and seeing the Seahawks doing well without Russ. Is the team cursed and did the curse get worse in 2019 when our injury rose woes really flared up? It's Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams is Caleb insane. Williams, and who's uh, the other top guy, too? Um, Drake May's good. Yeah. Caleb yeah, Williams yeah, yeah. is just special, though. Mm-hmm. Like, Caleb Williams is... You guys are right, though. The questions about some off insane. the field, or just not off the field, but character concerns? Yes, gonna not be... even, like, character concerns. It's just he's weird. It's, it's, it's attitude, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not Atti- character yeah. concerns or off field, but, but attitude. Yeah, yeah. The attitude, I mean, he just has this, like, Thing about him yeah. yeah the thing is that he's like a cross between patrick mahomes and god oh my god wow have you watched him play wow. yes i saw him lose this past week with dion you mix old dion in there too i think that's a lot of the some of the attitude wait he's you just dion said he's Sanders, Sanders, mixed god between patrick, and patrick mahomes, mahomes and god that means <laughs> you think he's parents. better than patrick mahomes it's uh, you don't not even close. Whoa. My goodness, Caleb Williams, Whoa. have you watched him play? He's going to be incredible. You're insane. You're insane. My this is goodness. the best quarterback prospect we've had in, in I don't even know how long. Since when? Trevor Lawrence. I like him better. Do you like him more than Andrew Luck? Wow. I didn't even watch college football back Andrew then. Andrew Luck yes. wasn't as good as Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> but, I mean, as a prospect. Do you like I mean, him as more a prospect, than uh, Peyton Manning Give me Caleb Williams. I was was I born? Do you like him more than John? Okay, was I born? When what? Yeah, when he was a prospect. Peyton Manning was a prospect. Uh, yes. Yeah, barely. Well, I don't remember it. The I it's Caleb Williams is just a freak. Just go. He is a freak. But we're almost a lot of freaks have failed in the NFL. We're done here in like ten minutes. Go just YouTube Caleb Williams and watch him zigzag. I watch the Pac-12 every weekend. (laughs) He's very very good. (laughs) The greatest. Stop. The Just, greatest. Okay, he's making time. himself look so dumb. Uh, no, no. Clip this. Save this. Auto yes. tweet this in two years. See we what will. happens. We this will. will. This will be great when uh, the Raiders draft Caleb Williams in a couple of years. Hey, it's. I'll be right. <laughs> Especially if he has Devontae Adams. It's gonna suck, but I'll be right. No. Wow. Yes. Yes. You, okay. You'll be right that he's a mix of Patrick Mahomes, God, and Deion Sanders. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I will. Okay. So he'll be a punt returner too. I guess so. Wow. You see his feet? The first court starting quarterback, all pro quarterback that returns punts. It'd be a waste if you didn't. Wow. <laughs> You're gonna make me hate him. <laughs> no. Yep. No. That's fine. More stock for me. Uh okay. That's the last comment yep, we have. Yep, that's uh, it. Well, at least we ended with a bang. Yeah. Oh, we, we do did. have two super chats to hit. So let's hit those really quick. I guess we didn't end with a bang. Uh, we need to find a quarterback gem and draft a new Brady, please. Why draft Brady if you can draft Caleb Williams? You know, if you can draft. Well, he's the, not exactly a hidden gem in the sixth round. Uh, there is that. If, if he's the greatest to ever play at the number one overall pick, he may be a hidden gem. No. If he's that good. He is that good. He's not going to be anywhere near the greatest to ever play. Um, Clip that. 
Save that. Clip one. it. Don't forget <laughs> that. Yes. Don't forget. It's literally that. the safest take I've ever <laughs> it, had. No, it, it is. is not. It is. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Prob missed it, but what's your score prediction versus KC? We have like so many pods to do before. Yeah, yeah. 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 But you're not gonna like it. Yeah, you're not keep, gonna like keep it. Keep with us. Uh, Ryan and I have already dropped our initial ones, and let's just say what we're thinking about a twenty-ish point game. That'd be nice. Uh, I said twenty-four to nine. 24 to 9. Oh, 15 points. You still got him covering the spread. I believe right now the spread's around 9. Yeah, it's at 9. Um, before yesterday, the early spread was 7.5 for the Chiefs. So it's already gone up a point and a half. It's only going to keep rising. It is. I bet it finishes yep. over 10. The Chiefs who can't beat the Bengals. It's true. Ever. It's wild. Joe Burrow. <laughs> Joey B's got Patrick Mahomes. So maybe he is actually better. Maybe you should be comparing Caleb Williams to Joe Burrow. If Caleb Williams ends good. up being as good as Joe Burrow, it's a dub for the team that drafts him. <laughs> it so would wait, be. yep. I'm no damn. It, I was alive for for Peyton. Yep. His, yep, his yep. last year of college, I was a baby. Yep. Yep. So you should know. I should know. You're responsible. That's on me. That's on me. You're also a baby for Caleb Williams last year of college. <laughs> okay, we're not doing that. <laughs> <sighs> All right, let's wrap the show yes. there. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. We will talk to you later.